Yeah, so my mum's, she's 91 years old. She lives on her own. Um, she's very poor mobility. She can just about get around the house. She's got a stair lift. And so that's the only way she can get up from, you know, get to bathroom and bedroom. She um, gets by on ready meals that she can pop in the oven. She's got rheumatoid arthritis, heart failure, all sorts of other health conditions. So her hands are very bad as well. So she can't physically manage a lot of things around the house. Um, and I'm the only person who's actually um, able to do anything for her. And she's 100 miles away. So she's got a um, sister who's 80 something who lives quite close, so can visit but can't actually do anything. And we have somebody comes in and does a bit of cleaning for us. But other than that, I go over every weekend and we go, we do all the shopping. She can't walk anywhere. So it's, she can get out of the house over the threshold into a car, but then everything else is in a wheelchair. So we do a Sainsbury's shop and bring it home. If it's nice enough weather, we might have a sort of spin round for half an hour in the car, just so she can see a world outside of her, uh, window um, and then anything else that we need to fit in um, goes into that weekend slot so that might be any extra I do batch cooking we do any cleaning that hasn't been done with the, the two hours cleaner um, any household stuff any admin stuff um, anything that we can we squash into that weekend and then if she has appointments or anything that can't be done at a weekend then I go down midweek and sort that so there might be doctors opticians she has hospital visits throughout the year so everything else has to sort of squash into another day so I'm always sort of on standby for anything that happens you know any phone calls that come in whether that's from surgery or from um say her, her sister or anything I need to do even from her herself that she's in a panic about something I've got to be able to just drop everything jump in the car and go and sort her out um so I need to make sure I've always got you know the I've got um I've got a car that's ready to go I've got a charged up phone I've got all my contact details I've made um I've made it clear at work that I've got a caring responsibility um and we just sort of take it day at a time so you know <laughs> some weeks are fine and we're okay with just the sort of the weekend duties but some weeks it feels as if we're I'm up and down and up and down the I've worn a little groove around the M42 between Chesterfield and Stourbridge from doing the route so often so so yeah it just feels like being on standby but I do respect the fact that it isn't as onerous as somebody who's got that job to do all day every day um the other worry is she's very very borderline um managing on her own so it won't take much and I've, I've spoken to social services in her district it wouldn't take much to tip her off this knife edge of just about managing um she's got such joint problems that I say she can't walk very well and she's vulnerable if she has a fall that's you know she's got the care line buzzer so that's another one if the phone goes is it the you know the care system um so yeah it's a very precarious system that she's only just about getting by with the support that we've got but doesn't quite tip over into needing more care because she's so stubborn and <laughs> and proud that she's doing everything she can and it's that stubbornness that's gotten where she is to 91 still in her own home so you know, don't knock that for a minute but yes yeah, so i get home on a sunday night and 
I feel like I'm in a bit of a heap just unwinding from everything that's gone off and and all the things I've tried to explain and all the things I've had to do because she's not she's her memory's very poor these days so sometimes she can't remember what I've said an hour ago about something that we've got to do or where we've got to go or something that she needs to think about so everything has to be written down and sort of written on the stuck on the fridge reminders everywhere so yeah I never quite know when I drive away whether anything that's important that I've needed to tell her whether that's sunk in or not so um so yeah that's that's sort of where where we are with it um and then yeah as I sort of said this this week brought it all into focus a little bit because well this two weeks because it looked as if I was going to struggle to have a car to be able to get to her and then I thought I'd sorted out the car and got that you know all the stress of buying a new car and making sure it's a she can get in and out that was stressful because I couldn't buy a car without being sure that she could get in the front seat and that the wheelchair would fit in the boot and she's 100 miles away so I had to find a car here find the same car in her local showroom and then plead with them to let us get her in and out of a car with no intention of doing <laughs> so that was a weird situation but I think we sorted it and then as I said the phone went pear-shaped and that just made me realize how vulnerable I am that I'm only able to respond if I've got the technology that's going to set that up for me. So again, that was just another sort of stressful experience. And um, yeah, I've learned from it. I realised that I need to, a bit of sort of tech backup for emergencies, but you don't, you don't, you don't think about those things till you know till it's urgent. But yeah, I was frantically texting as many people that I knew would be involved in her sort of circle. This is my work number, use this for the next 48 hours because it's all I've got. And that's, you know, <laughs> that's all I could think to, to do. Um, yeah, so then, so going on to the exercise side of things, I've, I, so yes, I know I'm prone to anxiety. So I know that exercise is one of the things that helps me with that. And caring has become, another source of anxiety in a way which I don't I I don't begrudge because it's my mum obviously but it does mean that it's another on top of trying to juggle you know a working week and the family of my own that are up here and sort of getting to her the, that just it's sort of another layer of things that are bubbling under in the you know, the back of your head so so yeah I've, I've generally been quite active but I do rely on it and I know how important it is to me um, I certainly felt that during lockdown when I found that there were things I suddenly couldn't do anymore. That was a you know a real sort of blow, but built things back up again. Um, I like the schedule of having structure, so I know at a certain time I'm going to go to a class. I'm going to switch off. I'm going to work hard, and that is going to, I say, it's going to use some of this excess adrenaline in a positive way. It's going to make me feel better because I've achieved something. It makes me I know that feeling physically stronger helps me feel mentally stronger. I've learned that over the years of, of struggling with um, poor mental health. I know that that's that is something that's important. And I do try and mix things up so that it's not becoming so I, so I vary what to do and different activities give me different benefits. So I said the classes that I go to that structure is really useful for me I know that I've got a certain time that I can switch off somebody else is in charge somebody's going to tell me what to do and I'm going to work hard to fulfill that and feel better at the end of it 
Other days I go, I have a horse riding lesson once a week and that is completely different. It may not be, um, it, it's a different type of physical activity. It's, I'm communicating with an animal. It's another warm living being that I'm working with and it's a skill that I have to master. And it it, it is a skill that requires sometimes more coordination than some of the other activities. Um, and that is a totally different sort of sensation. Um, and I absolutely adore that. And I know that's another safety valve for me. Um, and then I try and fit in something like Pilates or yoga, because again, I know that that period of time during that session, I'm gradually going to unwind. The process of that type of exercise is going to help me relax. I'm not, it's not a sort of, punishing cardio activity like some of the other classes. It's still hard work, but in a way that I know I can regulate and slow things down. And at the end of it, sometimes I just want to lie on the mat and stay asleep. So that reminds me that I need to rest as well. That triggers sort of feeling that I've, the rest is as valuable as, as the activity. And then the other one that's really important to me is park run. And I do that every Saturday. Never, ever thought of myself as been a runner. Um, didn't think I could manage it, but 2016, I sort of got coerced into it through my job. I went to deliver some equipment that we'd funded and the organisers said, oh, we can't just drop that off and go. You've got to stay and do it. And I went, I don't run. I can walk. And they said, well, we'd love you to walk. Come around, come and walk it. And after so many months, I realised that everybody was just doing their own thing. Nobody minded. And I tried having a little jog and before I knew it, a couple of months later, I could just about plod round and I've done that ever since and I absolutely love it. I hate it. I hate the running. I love it when I've finished. I'm absolutely shattered. Sometimes I feel shocking, but the sensation of having done it every week is just amazing. And there's 200 other people around me. And when somebody claps and says, well done, that is such a boost. And if some, there are a few people that know me by by name. And if somebody actually says, keep going, Tina, I think oh, that is amazing. Somebody's actually wanting me to, to do this and, you know, encouraging me and supporting me. Even just a well done from the marshals is just such a boost. And like I say, I might, I might hate the running side of it, but I just, I, I just tell myself this is half an hour out of your life. Grit your teeth because you know you're going to feel better at the end of it. And and yeah we do we, and we all have a you know coffee and a natter afterwards i've made lifelong friends through it and i really really love it and if i can't be in chesterfield and do paulsbrook park run because i've got to be at my mum's at the weekend sort of overnight if i've got to be there early on a saturday then i go down friday night and i do dudley park run which is just 10 minutes up the road from her and she knows oh you're going to do that running thing again and yes Yes, I am. So you've just got to sit tight for 45 minutes. I'll be back and it'll all be fine and and I'll be all the better for it. And I I really I really missed it when we couldn't do it because I'm not very good at motivating myself to run. But that whole construct and volunteer setup and organisation and the support that you get there is just wonderful. And I, so, yeah, that's just another vent, another outlet that is just really, really useful for me.